Hello everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the podcast series Voice of the Spring. Today we have with us my father, Mr. Rajiv, and we have invited him to hear directly from the horse's mouth about how exactly he navigated whilst there in Cairo during the Arab Spring. Welcome papa. Thank you beta. Okay, so let's dive deep right dive right into the crux of the story and why don't you tell me what exactly was your reaction and how you navigated when you landed in cairo or so when you found all, out yeah so first of all i'll start with when i came to know it was 2011 2012 somewhere yeah i came to know that i am also going to a going to country country a new country cairo <clears throat> i had never been to cairo with along with my wife so i was pretty excited but the breaking news came that my wife pulled out of the trip because my daughter was small <laughs> so i was sad and gloomy but anyway i decided to go alone and she pushed me to go alone but i didn't if you remember ah i was the only one who was telling you not to go my daughter but ria was somehow other she was not willing to let me go she was saying that papa don't go but despite of that since it was an official call so i thought let's go so when i went to uh, mumbai airport the first thing which i came to know about my mother's uh, big pain while she was having a tb in her back so anyway i had to go forward so i <clears throat> went to mumbai airport from there i reached doha by qatar airways and it was a 7 hours layover mm. at doha i mm. had no inkling what is happening in cairo while in doha also from doha when we landed in cairo then the real then the real world started beginning us in the sense that we were having a dream that we will pose in front of this pyramid will pose around you know along with the sphinx and all that but when we landed at airport airport was full of arrivals not a single you know person was coming out of the arrival and forget about departure 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 was absolutely empty so you landed on time based on your flight's time or did you hover in the it air it was a little late Okay. but since cairo was in half hours behind hmm or let's say ahead of india indian time so <clears throat> i had no idea as to what you guys are doing but i started you know imagining that what you guys must be thinking because the moment i switched on my mobile switched on my mobile hmm. nothing came yeah no mobile data no network nothing it was a piece of glass that's all which was you know in the pocket so i was scared as to what you guys would be thinking because first thing came to my mind about it because i was all alone and i was with a group yeah so the group was getting tormented i was also getting tormented hmm. and it was a blizzard which was running in cairo cairo is a country where the you know hot blizzard come you know ram okay. blows hmm. 
so we were not we were told not to come out of the airport okay so we were inside the airport cramped fully cramped so no idea what is going to happen then one one after another another group came some senior people also came but we saw there some senior people were escorted to hotel but we the general masses were left in the lurch so we were not having any idea so what is to be done mm-hmm. so me along with my superior one of my superior who was also accompanied by his uh, wife so we three were together and we were also trying to sneak out of the crowd by hiring a or cab cab was also not coming so but somehow other some of the cabs which are coming to airport which are also getting emptied hmm emptied so we got started talking to all these cab wallas so this cab wallas they refused to go to hotel <coughs> saying there's a whole town is in fire was on fire the bullets are running flying here and there you will not be safe hmm one cab wala agreed to take it to the hotel but you had to go out of the airport to find him no if i'm not wrong yeah after out of the arrival not out of okay, the airport okay okay huh. out of the arrival so uh we sneaked out without our luggages hmm. i had only one hand luggage and uh, one replacement of my uh, you know inner wears mm. we were there with me mm. otherwise there was nothing and uh, i had once carried one suitcase while my superior and his wife they were carrying two suitcases mm. and they were not having any hand luggage as well mm. so we said that hand luggage we should not be worried we were worrying about hand luggage will definitely come to the hotel hmm. when it will come to the hotel they will trace it back hmm. and we will take it we will reclaim it my god we somehow the reached hotel hmm. no connection whatsoever forget about mobile data forget about network tell me about the cab ride what did you see when you were in the cab yeah so cab was running smoothly but here and there we were seeing a lot of uh, army march and lot of uh, arson you know a lot of fire but no firing was taking place at that point of time so we were lucky at that point of time but hmm. it was it was a you know autocratic way of hosting mubarak people were against it so somehow other we reached hotel when we reached hotel just to found found out that all the meals have been over hmm. so we looked for some 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 of the other meals in the hotel hmm. some some guys had carried some indian food so we got hold of the indian food and we got satisfied with ourselves and we we are you know looking for some connection and i was especially desperate in finding some kind of a connection to my house so that i can tell them i am safe but there was no phone calls so it was approximately 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning when i found out when somebody told somebody tells me that the phone landline of hotel 
Hmm. It has started working. That's after two days, right? After two days. Hmm. After two days of you know coming to uh, you know Cairo, so I quickly got hold of this, and then I applied my mind. If I call my wife, my wife would be in school. Hmm. She may not pick up unknown number. Yeah. So I called up my co-brother. who was in uh, bangalore yeah and mm. i informed him that i am pretty well here i am safe my my no, contact number is this if you can contact me on this my room number is this my hotel is this yeah so after that i got connection so my wife and my daughter were crying when with they first spoke to me <laughs> but anyway so we were detained in the hotel only for the next two days because we were trying to find our exit but it was not coming in the way yeah no flight was going out so we also heard and there were some senior people with us from tata steel they were also trying to talk to air india our national carrier to book the complete flight to evacuate all of us so but in the next two days we were, we did not come out of the hotel we were in the hotel room or in the lobby and uh, we we were only eating breakfast and that too was made a huge huge queue hmm because the hotel was not uh the hotel was not designed for so many so many groups or so many people because people who had come earlier hmm. they were supposed to leave early oh, okay but since nothing was going no hmm. departure flight was running hmm. so because of that every group was staying in the hotel so it was very challenging time for hotel staff also hmm. to take care of such a large guest hmm. and in between suppose after the two meals we were strolling you know in the porticos of hotel when suddenly we used to hear a lot of noises of the plane then we were asked to come out come inside immediately come inside otherwise there could be a bombing in the hotel oh. because so many people they had not seen they had not imagined oh. so anyway once it was time to exit so chartered flight was brought only because of a tata steel's good connection with air india hmm and people were made making a queue as to who will go in the which flight so there were four five flights which were you know which which were which were designed so i was i think in the third or second flight but in the airport again it was badly managed there was no return ticket which was needed oh it was a uh, special passes for terrestrial guys which was being made and we were made to sit in the plane hmm. after arriving at the airport minimum 7 to 8 hours wait was there oh gosh and then somehow other we came back to back to mumbai and then from mumbai to calcutta would you ever visit cairo again 
<laughs> I would love to go to Cairo again because I did not see Cairo. Yeah. There were so many programs which were also lined up, but all the programs were cancelled. Obviously, mm. for obvious reasons, no program was also uh, on the way. I think my final question to you will be: How, like, you know, as a person, I think this is the first time when you were trapped in such a environment of you know protests and constant firing. Mm-hmm. So, like, what were your emotions? You know, as as a family man, as a as an individual, and I was worried about only two guys, only you and my wife, because I am very sure. that i was not so scared but you guys would be very scared mm. so i just wanted to hug you guys just wanted to give you comfort that i am absolutely all right after that phone started working after two days though mm. we were constantly in touch with each other yeah but my inner feeling was this because i had inner gut feeling that i will come back safely mm. i was not scared that oh my god this is the last trip of mine this is the last chance that i will be alive nothing of that sort nothing of that sort actually i was more worried about mm-hmm. you guys rather than me okay now well, this was this was really great thank you so much for your time papa this was amazing okay beta thank you thank Welcome. you see you on the next episode guys okay bye